Good evening, everybody. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day. Today is Tuesday. This is actually a special edition one. Sure is. We're still, we're still doing Wednesday and Friday, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. But next week, our schedule might be a little all yeah. over the place. Yeah, so. this is a special edition because I think the big the reason why Joelle wanted to do a show tonight, because she really wanted to talk to you about the... Um, the, the boom and bang um, uh, 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 course that we're doing live that we did. We really just decided that what yesterday. Yes. Cause we didn't know that this dog we was so know. skittish around fireworks under. Where is that coming up? Oh, rumble rumble. Sorry. We have like a million screens open right now. Trying no, to stream. No, just four. All right. So welcome, everybody. This is Jeff Kelman of Sally Canine Training, the lovely Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. We are streaming live on Instagram. Hey, Instagram, how are you? I'm going to sit back like this all proper. Yeah. Um, streaming, proper live, streaming live on Instagram, streaming live on Rumble, streaming live on, on YouTube, and streaming live on um, Facebook as well. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. This is the time for your Q&A. So what you'll do is you'll type in your questions, you'll read it, and I will answer it. Unfortunately, a lot of these questions, though, they need a board and train. Um, but they definitely need more than some snarky 15-second response. But I will do my best to lead you in the right way. A lot of times I will say, actually, you should get this green to graduate course. Actually, you should do a one-on-one -on -one consult. Mm -hmm. It's not because I want you to spend money with us. I actually do nine of these a week, so you hopefully don't have to spend money with us. We've got 50,000 posts, thousands of YouTube videos, um, uh, 10,000 plus hours of audio content. So hopefully, you don't have to spend money with us. But the cool thing is we have these online courses, though, that are like soup to nuts, nuts to bolts. The whole smorgasbord gives you everything you want to know. Um, uh, so uh, the online courses is where we're going with, but we're doing one even better. We're doing live online courses, unedited, something that's unprecedented. Un no one else is doing it in the industry. How that unique? It's unique in the industry. And uh, okay, so let's talk about the one we're doing tomorrow because this was like a last minute sort of thing. We didn't know the dog. We were doing 4th of July protocols, of course, because 4th of July is coming up. And everybody asks us about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and there's this dog we have in who was getting very spooked just from, like, the fireworks noises on YouTube, things like that. So we're like, you know what? This happened just yesterday. We're like, let's stream live on Wednesday. Let's throw a really quick live course together. It's called the Boom and Bang course where we're going to teach you how to work this dog through fear if your dog is afraid of thunderstorms fireworks garbage trucks all those loud noises that typically spook dogs yeah. we're going to do a 60 to 90 minute live streaming on how we get dogs over that mm. how we start the process and how we finish the process every dog is going to take a different amount of time but usually we get them over it fairly quickly so we'll do the live stream tomorrow 10 a.m eastern standard We'll do 60 to 90 minutes, and then we're going to follow up with you guys again on Saturday. So those of you who purchased the course, we'll do another live on Saturday, seeing how things are going, answer any questions, maybe help you troubleshoot if you're struggling a little bit. So it's a two-part live course. It's only $44. For all of it. For, for everything. For, for everything, right. We don't want you guys to have a horrible 4th of July weekend. Yeah. We want your dogs to be able to get through it seamlessly without all the fear, anxiety, the whole shebang that usually comes with it. And you, so. and you, and you, you can ask questions on tomorrow's. Questions while we're streaming. Tomorrow's live as well. Um, so it's going to be powerful. And, and you will get the replays forever too. If you can't make it live because you're working or whatever the case is, it's fine. You'll get the recording and then it's in your portal forever you right. can always go back to it a lot of people can't be there at 10 because they've got to work but it's like don't worry you can watch it at night but and, and let me show you how you can get it the way you can get the course is um if you go right here to solid canine academy so solid canine academy is our online um website for all of our online courses so you go to solid canine academy you'll notice the green to graduate part two is um, still up there because there's a price on July 4th, the price goes up by $50. So we're still promoting it right there. But if you just go to courses and services right there at the top, see so it says courses and services, and that brings you to a drop down menu. Just go to your list of courses because this is a course. Just go to your list of courses. You click on that. And then 
you'll see all the courses and it's, we made it easy. We just put it as a first course, the bang and boom right there. And that's Wes with his um, uh, red, white, and blue rec specs. Those are actual, like it's a real product. Um, and if you go to learn more right there, click. So it's just a series of clicks, but it's easy though. It's like, it, it, it's, it's a sensible, it's sensible, responsible clicking. And if you have a very fearful dog, right? We're actually, we're bundling our fearful dog Ooh. course with it. Oh, that's right. So you get it for a huge discount. You're literally getting the fearful dog rehab course for $99. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Versus you know what? $200. So. Didn't even know that. Look at that. Yeah. It's a steal. Someone bought that bundle today, actually. Can, can you have Tony move this to there? Yeah, I can see if he can do yeah. it. But it's going to be great. I know we, like, really threw it at you guys on the fly, but we wanted... To to give you, we want to give you time now between <laughs> Wednesday and the weekend to like proof this stuff. We didn't want to be like, okay, let's do the thing on Friday. And right. I was like, well, this fireworks, they're, they're already happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I thought I heard, I heard, I thought I heard a snap, snap, crackle pop uh, Probably, last night. They're yeah. legal here. So like yeah. people will be doing fireworks all week here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Me. So let's um, get to the questions. Let's get to the, let's get to the questions. I think we did some housekeeping there. And now uh, let's uh, jump right in. Snuggle Bun says, hello, everyone. Hey, hey everybody. How are you? Ruben, first time in months I can watch a live. So nice seeing you both oh, early. Thanks. Hey, Ruben. Where the hell? Where's, where's all my uh, Rumble people? I don't know. Come on, guys. I'm on Rumble, too. I'm not seeing anything. Hmm. Um, let's see. Instagram. It's Dan says, dog has trouble with crating. So um, we're going to be covering that in the course. I'll tomorrow. tell you what. If you get the if you get the green to graduate two live. Mm. You want to see trouble with crating? You'll see how we resolved trouble with crating. It's one of the first things we did, and it was a piss show. Yeah, it was. Again, these are live, unedited, unedited videos. We show you everything, and I will tell you, this dog did not want to go in the crates. This dog pissed all over that floor, and um, it wouldn't go in the crate. It, it the owners didn't crate it, um, but that doesn't make it many make a difference. A lot of dogs will just go in. This dog fight fought like tooth and nail not to go in, and th we got this dog in one session to just walk in the crate. And after that one session, the dog just did it off leash, just like you know, kettle up. Like like you never you never know the dog didn't like going in crates. You never know. You, you would never know. So. Mm -hmm. um, We've got a great we've got a great video on that. But what you're doing is you're using compulsion, which is leash pressure. It's force. So there's so many people that are like force free, which is bullshit. It's a scam. If anybody wants to come on my show and and tell me how they eliminate all these bad behaviors without using force, um, I'll, I'll poke holes holes and um and just show them how they're lying. You're just lying. You're just lying to the general public. You're using force. There's no such thing as force free. So, but you use a lot of force. Force works in training. So don't be afraid of using force. Um, if, in fact, if more people actually used compulsion, which is force, we wouldn't have nearly um, all the problems we're having now. Nearly all the problems we're having now. Next. Avi is on Rumble, said, I moved over, and it was a literal piss show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. Devin, I want to recommend your online courses to clients. Daughter, how young can you start Green to Graduate? Um, well... You can start doing the protocols. Well, okay, we have a we have a um, a uh, puppy course before that. So before Green to Graduate, we have a puppy course. You can actually get a puppy course Green to Graduate bundle because the puppy course is almost the same protocols, but it's just all like a lot of reps with just with just the dog's daily kibble. But a Green to Graduate, at like sixteen weeks old, four months old, you can start like more formal. More, more of the formal stuff in green to graduate. So, and that's just obedience training, just obedience training a family pet. That's all it is. But you can get an off-leash trained dog. So in two weeks, Griff was off-leash. Would I trust him 100% underneath every circumstance? No, but he was healing off-leash down the street. He's working off-leash in, in, in all of his obedience commands. When we took him to the owner's house, he listened to the owner um, off-leash on all the commands. So, um, I mean, this is a dog that literally... Oh, for anyone who's in Green to Graduate, too, that Go Home went up today, too. Yep. It's in your portal. Yep. It's not the whole thing, but we showed, like, counter surfing. We showed, like, some troubleshooting. Um, a lot of it was their daughter was working him, and they didn't want their daughter on video. Yeah. So the yeah. majority of it actually couldn't film. Got it. But I got the important stuff. Um, Aaron, mm -hmm. I have three French Bulldogs, one boy, two girls. I can't have the girls together. 
at any time as they will fight to the death. Both girls are spayed. How do I bring harmony to them? So you have two female dogs that are fighting? Yeah. Unheard of. Yikes. Sorry, I'm not mocking you. It's just like oh. those are the worst That's fights. the worst, yeah. Two female dogs are the worst fights. If I had a choice of, I'd rather have two intact male dogs than two female dogs, spayed or unspayed, definitely. And, and, and ladies, you know how to fight and you know how to hold a grudge. And um, you, that's what you do. You wake up every morning and you're like, I'm going to kick your ass today. And that's what these dogs do. So what you do is this. For now, keep them separate, please. That is not the answer, though. That's no way to live. This would be an online consult. But I will say is you have to address the fighting at some point. But on a separate side, how well obedience trained are these dogs to what level? And I'm just a pet dog trainer. I don't do anything fancy. But when I say that is, can these dogs do downstays next to each other for three hours while the male dog runs around the house? Can these dogs do downstays next to each other while you drop food, bounce balls, ro uh, roll a skateboard, um, uh, uh, tumble around, things like that? Can these dogs hold the command with high levels of distraction? Can you have one, both the dogs in a downstay and only call one dog to you and the other dog doesn't move? Can you send a dog um, from the middle of the room, have one dog go to one place to the left, another dog go to one place to the right? Again, I'm a family pet dog trainer. This is all level. This, this is what I would expect these dogs to be able to do um, with whether they're fighting or not. That's the level that we put dogs at. And it's not difficult to do. This is not fancy dog training. This is just real dog training. So once you start doing a lot of stuff like that, as well as you absolutely are going to hold them accountable for even thinking about fighting. So for thinking about fighting, so there's a loading stage, something called loading. I don't know if you're brand new to our world or not. Um, the loading stage you're going to start learning about. You're going to be using remote cowers because remote cowers are going to be your best training tool with fighting dogs or happy-go-lucky dogs. It's a great training tool to, to work with. So, um, But I would encourage you to get a consult because we're talking about fighting dogs and they won't just stop. They're not going to grow out of it. They're not going to grow out of it. Next. Terry, the courses are amazing, worth every penny, with great support for a fraction of the cost of a board and train, sharing the crap out of the boom bang course. Nice, thank, thank you. Thank you. Snuggle buns can't wait. My GSD is a little iffy about fireworks, um, especially the loud ones. A lot of dogs are. There is a huge amount of dogs. In fact, they can also get it's really, really weird. And it's just sucky that everybody waits until the fourth and like here we are doing the course the week up but we didn't have a dog in that we could have shown it to coincidence yeah. like we weren't like oh let's address her firework issues we were just doing distractions we always do firework noises and stuff as part of our distractions with every board and train dog and she just happened to be one that was like really freaking out and i'm like wow yeah good timing yeah so um we're excited we're excited yeah, but some people also, like girl, who's no, she, she actually was about a year since she was put down a year ago, right before we went to Greece last year. Yeah. So it's been about a year, a little less than a year. And um, she didn't get skittish around fireworks until the last two years of her life. Mm -hmm. So she went 10 years, not really any problems with fireworks in the last yeah. two years. In fact, a lot of the, the last. Wes started barking at them. The last year. afraid he wants to kill them. Though. You know where it was? The, it's not because it was of, Nor of the North Smithfield house, but that's when. A lot of the dogs got really weird with noises. Yeah. 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 Um, Bonita, thank you for doing this. I signed up, but I may have to watch it later. Really yeah. appreciate the info. That's fine. Yeah, no That's worries. Fine. Get, the value will be just as much. Snuggle Bonds, can I ask how you figured out Wes had panis? Yeah, there's a, um, you can tell by what there is, is it's when they poop, they poop in the shape of a pea. Shut up. No, it, okay. So his, his, all around his eyes, like the third eyelid, was constantly inflamed, like red, red, swollen, like coming into his eye. And I, t I took him to the vet at least five times for it. Mm. And they're like, it's allergies, it's allergies, it's environmental, it's allergies. I'm like, okay, I get him on all these drops, this, that. They think it's conjunctivitis. He's Nothing's helping. So I finally took him back again, different vet. And they're like, 
he might have panis like go to a specialist right, the first time someone even mentioned it right yeah. yeah so then it wasn't until we moved here that i actually found an ophthalmologist that could help him and they're like yeah he has panis so right. literally since i started the treatment for it he's been great right went away like yeah. almost instantly he looks great yeah yeah so it's a combination of the-, the point where like he was getting an ulcer on his eye like a bubble was forming it scared the shit out of me like was he like eye cancer or something yeah the drops, so you do. You it's do, a steroid drop. You do a day, morning, morning and night. And he wears his goggles. And he wears his goggles outside during daylight. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. I am Sir Francis. How can I help with my dog aggressive kennel behavior? He will kennel when he's told to, but when you go close, when you go to close yeah. the door, he goes absolutely ballistic. Yeah, that's very very common. A lot of times they'll go after your hand or they'll go nuts. So a remote collar on the dog. And um, a lot of people say don't do that; it'll make it worse. It's like no, it already is worse. That's that's what a lot of people. A lot of I think you're brand new to our world because I haven't seen your name before. So um, I've done we've dealt with this thousands of times, and a lot of people will say, "Oh, this will make it worse." And I'm like, "No, I'm only doing this because it already is worse." So what you do? Remote collar, shot collar, call it what you want on the dog. That you close the door first. Do kennel drills. So with the, you leash up your dog, kennel in, lie down, break. Dog comes out, kennel in, lie down, break. Dog comes out. So you have a formal now kenneling up protocol. This is what I want it to look like. So you go in your kennel, you lie down, you be quiet. Go in your kennel, you lie down, you be quiet. And then you come out when I call you to come out. So it's like you can do these drills over and over and over again. But to then you have to address the problem. You always have to address the problem, number one. So what you're going to do is dogs never the, the shot collar on, remote collar on, kennel up the dog, kennel up, dog goes in. Go to close the door. Have your foot at the bottom of the kennel ready to hold the door closed because sometimes they can pop the door open. And then while you're going to close it, that's a trigger for a lot of dogs. The dog's going to get all aggressive on you. So you'll say no. You don't have to yell and scream. Just say no. Correct. Very, very high. The dog is going to let out an extreme audible. It's going to look worse before it looks better. It might put the dog in defense. I would say one out of maybe a couple hundred dogs will go into defense and they'll actually like, it's like adding rocket fuel to the existing problem, but you didn't make it worse. Don't worry about it. You just stop. You'll stop doing that possibly. Um, and they'll, they'll scream, they'll yell and um, don't correct them for the screaming and yelling as an after effect of the correction. That's like, let them let them process that, then see what happens. Um, that's one way to do it. You try it a couple times. If it's totally not working, um, I've got other ways to stop it as well. But try this first. If you want to do a one-on-one consult, all I would ask you to do is videos videotape yourself doing what I just told you to do, so that I could see it. Also, what I do with a lot of clients is we'll um, turn the camera around facing the kennel. And I'll solve the problem right there live on our one-on-one. So I've done that many, many times. Next. Renegade, love this idea. I have this problem with my dog and I was dreading the 4th because of it. Thank you. Yeah, not just you, but but it's, you know what? It's not just 4th of July, but 4th of July is really rough for a lot of dogs for, and for a lot of our, our, our vets as well. Um, uh, and it's also the number one, um, the number one, uh, day that uh, dogs escape from the yard. So obviously don't leave your dog outside. I frankly wouldn't, if your dog is skittish, I frankly wouldn't even bring your dog off your property. Mm-mm. Dogs will, I don't know if you've ever seen a dog chew through a leash that's panicking. It only takes them a split second. Well, I mean, we're talking a split second. Yep. You can get a, um, not a chain leash, they can't, but even if it's a nice leather leash, your nylon leashes, your biothane leashes, you know, they, they can chew through. Biothane's going to be a little bit harder, harder, leather's going to be a little bit harder. But a nylon leash, we're talking a second a dog can can bite through that, and next thing you know, your dog is gone. And a lot of people say, no, my dog would never do this. Unless you've seen your dog in ultimate panic mode, ultimate flight mode, trust me, they can and they do, and I've seen it. Next. 305 dog training. Any advice with dogs that are extra excited and wiggly, like those young goldens? Every time I go to start the training, it's always a frustrating process yeah. the first couple of minutes. Correct them right off the bat. That's so, exactly how Griffin was. So what you can do is Griff, what he does is he comes out of the kennel hot. He's excited. 
Oh my God, this is great. Oh my God, I love life. Life is wonderful. I'll wiggle my butt. I might even piss on your shoes out of excitement. And um, you can bonk him or put his training equipment on in the kennel and literally give him an extremely hard, firm leash pop preceded with no. Any, any punisher, you say no. And a lot of people will struggle with this. They're like, oh my God, the dog's happy to work, yada, yada, yada. It's like, you can be happy to work and not freaking be batshit crazy at the same time. So, um, and that's what you do. So you're going to hear, this is the problem is there's so much misinformation and you might want to call this misinformation. In fact, you might as well even call call this Russian collusion if you want to. I've heard that before um, uh, about my show. And, and what you can do though is, is people will say, then you shouldn't start the dog out like that because then it won't want to have fun. It won't want to come out of its kennel, yada, yada, yada. I've never seen that. I've just seen dogs just come out of their kennel politely or start a training session politely. That's all we've ever seen is the problem go away and then everything that you want to be present. Um, Next. Oh, it's Kim on Rumble. Hey, guys, just jump from Facebook to here. Support your Rumble. I can't figure out how to change the name, but it's a Malfi, not a Mal. LOL. That reactive course is going to rock. Love the direction you are taking. We're going to be calling you a Malfi for the rest of your life. Just to let you know, Kim. Yeah. You're always a Malfi to us. Always. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. Sam on Rumble. Hi, J&J. Jeff, your comment about addressing the dog separately made me realize I've been getting sloppy and I need to tune up. Thanks. Yeah. No, Sam, not just you. And we all do. We all do. For sure. Yeah, de definitely. Definitely. Sort of Shane. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. I've been training for six years and still refer you guys to those out of my service area. Thank you for all you do for the training community. Your style will be a benchmark. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. And we're down in Florida now, too. And we have an online academy, too. So so we've been getting trainers. First of all, thank you so much for doing that. And thank you, yeah. actually, for putting it in print. <laughs> because a lot, Trust me, we have a humongous network of trainers that refer us. Um, but most of them don't want to admit it because they don't want the social media pushback, which people should not care about the social media pushback because people need to start standing up and advocating for owners and dogs because we're living in a, in a little shit show right now in, the, in this industry um, and it's out of control. And then also the best way to um, to get tools banned is the typical the art of war, war um, um, you know, divide and conquer. And that is what is they're trying to do within this this camp that uses tools right now it's classic fighting tactics um if you just study um uh, the art of war and uh so i will say now that trainers are suggesting our courses to um even existing clients or to other people as well these online courses that we're doing are game changing and the online lives are even more game changing next julie said the problem is youtube notifications pop up first but Rumble just popped up now. The Rumble has got a lag. So it's a little bit of a lag. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we heard that sound in the background. Yeah. Because um, I didn't. I forgot to uh, shut it off. Yep. Refined canine. I'm having trouble with owners doing a few sessions and then not continuing to book more sessions because the dogs are doing better. Do you suggest only offering a certain number of sessions? Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, you can offer five. You can offer six, and you can say usually after the third one, people are all set. But I would like you in a month to come back for at least a fourth one, and then maybe a month or two later, or hold on to that last one for it expires in six months. But you know, this is the thing. Joel and I were talking about this um, the other day. Is I'm really good at stopping unwanted behaviors. So let's say. Let's say you hired a dog trainer to stop barking at the front window and it took them three sessions and they charged you $150 in three sessions. So that's $450. Well, I can stop it in less than five minutes. So how about if I said your dog barks at the front window? Okay, I'll stop it. And it's, it's, it's going to be $500 and I'm only going to beat your house for five minutes you probably would go, no, I'm going to hire the person that takes, that does, I get three sessions from and I'm like, but the end results are the same. So do you value your time? Don't you value your time? Mm. So be, just because I'm good at what I do, and it sounds like you're good at what you do, don't be penalized by like making it mandatory that people have to buy more sessions, possibly increase your prices or 
people will just have these extra sessions and they'll hold on to them. It's not like they can cash them in for, you know, a refund. It's like, well, what else do you want to do? What else do you want to work on? Well, then you got to come up with like, we can work on more distractions and we can work on other, you know, different, you know, we can go to outside more. We can do a farmer's market more. We can do a park more. So when you're good at what you do, you should be penalized for being efficient. Next. Aaron said, I can't have them together at all. Separate, they are well-trained. So what you're going to have to do is you are going to have to set it up with another person and both dogs are going to be on uh, uh, leashes um, and both have remote collars and you're going to have to set, set, set them up. If, if you have Frenchie muzzles, which you have to buy from a specialty store, um, an online specialty store because they don't just make a stock Frenchie muzzle, um, and you are going to make them wish they never fought at all. It is not going to be pretty at all, but it's a necessary evil to do. And anybody that works with fighting dogs, especially housemates, which are very limited people do that. It's also the highest rate of failure. Um, if any dog talk to any dog trainer, they should be honest with you and let them say, what, 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 what's the highest rate of failure um, that you come across? Fighting housemates. Across the board, nothing compares to fighting housemates. Um, uh, um, so but yet you, you have to be mentally prepared to make their life suck for a, up to 10 seconds if you want to truly eliminate this problem. And then and then that's just that's just step one. Then there's a lot of stuff after that. But first we have to make we have to make things safe. First we have to make things safe. So this is where we have both dogs come to us for a board and train. So but I can do this online because it would cost $10,000 to do it in person. Um, so I can do it online and I can walk you through all the steps, but you're going to need remote cowers. You might need dominant dog cowers. Yes, dominant dog cowers can be used on a Frenchie. Their eyeballs will not pop out. Um, and you are, you know, here would be people talk like to talk about pain-free dog training and force-free and all that bullshit. It's like, no, large amounts of discomfort are going to be applied to these dogs. And can we please all put that in the context, guys? I'm not talking about teaching a downstay. I'm talking about two dogs that are known fighters that cannot be together. And unless you're in that wheelhouse, unless you're in that wheelhouse, you don't know what it's like. It, let me say, unless you're in that wheelhouse to fix the problem, you don't know what it's like. Or if you don't actually have fighting dogs that can't be in the same room, you don't know what a sucky life that is to lead for both you and the dogs. Next. Um... I don't know how to say this word. Which word? I don't know. Oh, Sri. Sriberia. Sriberia. My e-collar knob just fell off. Are there any secrets to putting it back on, or is my collar finally shit? Oh, no. If it's just a little... If it's the plastic, they just pop it back on. And you can always just call up um, uh, the the, the manufacturer, and they'll send you a replacement one. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do, because on e-collar technologies, they wear out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So when you get a new one, you put the new one on and now you're like, ooh, it's a little bit snugger. A little bit snugger. I like when they get like worn in. It's like you're getting a tummy tuck for your (laughs) e-collar. Um, Rach says tips on using the remote collar on a dog who's reacted to other dogs. If I don't catch her before she explodes, 100% my fault. Can I use it as a correction or would it increase the reaction? Well, you're going to use it as a correction before the dog explodes. No matter what you're using as a correction. So you're at the loading stage, you're correcting the dog. It's not working level. It's high. It's actually high level. That's why we bog dogs that look like they're doing nothing because they're loading. That's actually when you want to give your biggest correction is at the loading stage. So if I want to keep you sober, I'm going to not let you walk in the bar. I'm not going to let you pick up the phone and call your dealer. I'm not going to wait until you make the phone call or sit on the bar stool. So the biggest correction happens before you even had one drink and before your drugs were delivered. Same thing with the dog. You absolutely use it as a correction. That's how you stop leash reactivity. And our next online course is a leash reactive live, live. So right now we're doing a casting call. We need a leash reactive dog, incredibly leash reactive dog, down here in Bradenton, Florida for five days in August. And I'm talking massively leash reactive, not aggressive because that's a whole separate thing. Leash reactive to dogs, leash reactive to people, both or, or, or either or. One of those dogs that literally yanks you off your feet. That's what we want. And we're going to show you live how to stop it. It's a five-day course. We're going to offer that.
Crystal, lady looking to rehome her three-year-old dog today because it snapped at her kid. She said they'd worked with a trainer for three years and paid for lots of private sessions. Out of curiosity, I asked her if it was positive reinforcement only, to which she answered yes. It's Shocker. Impos- it's impossible. I told though. her to find a balanced trainer, and she was like, no, he's doing great with positive only. No, I just said, really? Because you were looking to rehome him. Right. So crazy. Right. So that's... Sounds like he's doing great. Snapped so at her kid. That's an interesting... That's an interesting um, study of human behavior isn't it this is what i do people people like my dog training skills are up to par but it's the human behavior part that we all need to study more of so we can understand the the marketplace a little bit better Mm -hmm. so we need to understand if you want to be an effective dog trainer you have to you have to understand the marketplace you have to have to you also have to understand the messaging that the marketplace is delivering to the consumer if you really truly want to be good at what you do and that's why I yell and scream so much. That's why I talk really, really loud on my podcasts. When you meet me in person, I usually don't, unless I'm on the phone in the airport at TF Green. But other than that, I'm actually a pretty calm guy, but it doesn't seem like it because but, – but owners are getting bad messaging from social media and from trainers. So in three years, three years, the dog should be in the dog Olympics. That's crazy. Okay. Three years? Really? It's impossible to stop your dog from snapping at your kid with positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement increases behavior. Yeah. So it doesn't decrease behavior. You need to decrease behavior. So they need to talk to somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. And then for the owner to say, I'm glad you challenged the owner on that. Oh, no, it's going fine. Really? You wanted to rehome your dog. Is, was that the goal three years ago? To spend all this money and all this time because your goal was three, three years from now, I want to rehome the dog. So you know what? This is what I want to do. I want to start a relationship with you. I want to have three children, two children. I want to build a business with you. And um, at the five-year mark, I want to get, I want to have a separation. I want to literally, I want to just leave you in five years. That's what I want. So let's start dating right now. How's that sound? Good? Good deal? Handshake? No. No. Next. Refined Canine said the live video with Griff really helped encourage those messy middle moments. Thank you. Good. Yeah. That's why why we're doing these lives. Yeah. To show the real deal. To show the real deal. Because dog training, people have made it look like it's just this seamless thing with no nothing messy and then when owners try it it doesn't look as good so then owners think they're doing something wrong and it's like no no you're not doing something wrong you just haven't been told the truth next bully strong on rumble please chip in air tag your dogs yes uh, yes yes please yeah with with with, with um air tagging is great mm-hmm. um uh uh right now with um technology where it is right now it's so simple to be able to um, find a lost dog, technically, if it had an air tag on it. Um, and if you're not familiar with an air tag on it, it's about the size of like a little fob, and you can just clip it onto your dog's um, uh, collar. collar. Or if they were a harness, you can clip it onto the harness, embed it into the harness, so it, you know, stitch it right into the harness. Um, so there's so much, so much you can do, um, and you can be able to find your dog right on your phone. Next. Mallory, I've used the e-collar on a very high level many times, and my dog still loves me, LOL. My dog will sometimes get even more aggressive towards a dog when I use the e-collar, but it's because I wasn't using it at the right time. Bingo, timing. Timing timing is everything. Yeah, this concept that giving your dog a correction is going to destroy the relationship is the, one of the biggest lies ever. So the, the, the masking was probably the biggest scam in American history, but the, 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 um, uh, this is a close second. This is a close second, all right? Is that correcting your dog destroys relationships. Correcting your dog destroys relationships. It's the biggest bunch of bullshit sold to the American public. Not the biggest, but it's right at the top. It's right at the top. To think that correcting your dog, really? Really? Like, have any of you ever been in organized sports before? Have any of you ever had a coach in your life that told you, like, helps you become the best runner, the best football player, the best soccer player? Like, that's what coaches do. Well, 
you're just your dog's coach. Next. Let's see. Bully Strong says, oh, my God, I have a leash reactive dog, not aggressive, no manners, goes nuts in the kennel. What's the interview process? Send me video. Send me video. Jeff at Solid Canine Training. Jeff at SolidCanineTraining.com. Michelle said, yay, my favorite people. Sending you guys lots of love. Oh, awesome. Hey, Michelle. Love back. Let's see. Refined canine. Thank you. Yes, I've been getting the main problems resolved within a session or two. And by the third session, owners and dogs are well on their way to success. So maybe a minimum of three sessions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you just do one-offs, I'd stop doing one-offs. I would do packages. So a minimum of three, minimum of five. But, but And then be like, you know, and then increase your prices if you have to. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be penalized for being good. I'm sorry. You should be penalized for being good. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, how much money did this re, this this face snapping uh, uh, three years of yeah. dog training person probably spent a ton thousands of and thousands of dollars to not get and literally get rid of a problem that can be done in minutes? Yep, minutes. Oh, your dog snaps at your kid. Cool. I mean, not cool, but like, okay, we'll stop that. Mm-hmm. We'll stop that. That's not that hard to stop. Not that hard to stop at all. And everyone's like, well, what's the kid doing? Um, yeah, sitting, sitting down, eating lunch. What's the kid doing? Um, walking by. Like, yes, I'm not ignorant to the fact that children do stupid stuff around dogs, but it's like you have maybe some people are not in our in our in our in our arena, but you do realize that there's dogs that just run up to people and bite them. It happens all the time. There are dogs that will go up to a child and sniff it and snuggle up to it and the kid will pet it and after about three seconds the dog will bite his face like this is this is this is co- i mean it's not common but for the dogs that we see oh it's common mm. it, it's common it's like oh okay we'll fix that next um let's see terry fighting housemates aren't only stressful like you said but so many who say hard corrections are wrong yet they never consider the injuries to the dogs but or handlers hospital vet bills People that say hard corrections are wrong are clueless. Sorry. You're, you're clueless. You know, I'm not going to be politically correct or poo-poo or sugarcoat the issue, but you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Sorry, you just don't. You don't. And 20 years in this industry, 10,000 dogs specializing in aggression, and it's like, yep, there's still a huge host of people out there that still think I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's like, for some weird fucking reason, we keep having success for some weird reason. And then there's people that just love to just spout nonsense, but they're not in the arena. They're not in the arena. Then it's really easy to spout nonsense when you're not in the arena, when you're sitting on the sidelines. It's really, really easy. Next. Snuggle buns regarding my growling seven month old dog trying to set her up to growl at home now. She'll growl when my dad leaves his room. Mm. Have the e collar and bonker ready. I'm going to try a double whammy. Yep. And just make sure your no precedes all of that. So you want to mark it with no. It's the most important part. No and then consequence. Because even if the dog stops growling, you can still apply the consequence. That's another lie that's out there. When you say no and the dog stops, well, then you don't have to do the consequence. Nope. You still got to do the consequence. So, you know. Can I have that chapstick over there? Your, your, your child, you, 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 you see your child stealing a candy bar, but right? They're, they're, they're taking a piece of candy and they're putting it in their pocket at, your, at the drugstore. And you happen to look over them and catch them at, right when they're doing it. And they're like, oh, shit. And they put the candy bar back. Like the consequence. There better be a consequence. There better be a consequence. The consequence is the same. Whether you're a successful thief or an unsuccessful thief, the consequence is the same. That's, you shouldn't even thought. You should never. You shouldn't even, you have even thought. Think it's okay to steal. To steal. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Hmm. Did you just compliment me? Yeah. Guys, stop the fucking presses. Call up the fucking editor. Right here, June twenty seventh, five forty one p.m. Joel compliments Jeff. Damn, it's a fucking glorious day. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. My prayers were answered today. I knew they would. 
refined canine. So to check in and make sure the owners are correctly following through, I just want the dogs and owners to succeed and not get frustrated. Yeah, just just, just do a, be like, hey, why don't we meet at a cafe in a couple of weeks? Yeah, let's go to a farmer's market. Let's walk around downtown. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh, let's go to a big box store. You start, just start literally just just upping upping your distractions, upping your distractions. Yep. Next. Terry G said air tags. I'm gonna have to look into those. Just never know when you'll need it. Yeah. You can buy you can buy multi-packs too. They're good for luggage too. You know the um remember how they delivered the neighbor's package and then the neighbor's package ended up at their yeah. house? So I brought the package over and I she almost was crying. It's you know, it's our, 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 we we live in a very residential neighborhood. Pretty much everybody that um, owns their own house here and they've been here for years. So it's an elderly couple. And um she bought it was a box full of air tags. Oh, really? And she was giving them out to her grandchildren and her children hmm. because whether it's traveling over the holidays or just different. Yeah, kids should definitely wear them. Have them. Yeah. You got a kid? Freaking sew that shit into their, into their damn sneakers. Well, it's a good thing because she had my package, which was the cell phone I ordered for Courtney. Right. Yeah. So we both had very important pieces of stuff that yep. Amazon fudged up. Yep. Kimba, thinking about getting the fireworks one. My dog goes crazy and wants to fight them. She's getting better, but I know, but I now dread the fourth. That's what Wes does too. Yeah. Yeah. You can stop all that nonsense. Yeah. Pretty much you can stop just about everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see. Dora said looking forward to the new leash reactive course. Yeah. So we're actually gonna put that up on pre-sale. Are we doing it before Greece or no? No. Tony might do something. So when we're in Greece, we leave on Monday. Keep if you're not on our email list, get on the email. Let me show you how to get on the email list. Let me just do a little station break here. So to get on our email list, what you want to do is um, what you want to do is go to Solid Canine Academy, SolidCanineAcademy.com. See, it says free training and social media right there, and that makes the menu drop down right there. See my cursor, free training and social media. And then just scroll down, email newsletter. Click on the email newsletter, and it says join our email newsletter. That's it. Because Tony is doing things in the month of July that the only people that will know about it are in the email newsletter. And from what I understand, he's not even telling us what he's going to do. He wants to wait till we're out of the country. Hmm. With shitty Wi-Fi, most likely. With not being able to, like, have access to the back end to change it. So we're, we're entrusting him, but he said he's got a lot of stuff lined up for people. All right. Um, what do we got next? Courtney, we have a 15-week-old St. Bernard Colorado Mountain Dog Cross. Ooh. She wants to dig under the fence when we go into the house for a bit. Can we use e-collar to correct that yet, or is she still too young? She was going to spy on her and catch her in the act. She doesn't do it when we're out there. I, I wouldn't personally. I well, well. Let's just talk. I'll give you two answers to this. I wouldn't leave my fifteen-month-old, fifteen-week-old, right? Mm-hmm. Fifteen-week or fifteen-month? 15 week. Yeah, I wouldn't leave my fifteen-week-old dog outside unattended. I would have it. I always have it on a leash, so I can have full control, so I can start doing recalls, and I, and the dog can't play keep away from me. But what you could do with a fifteen-week-old dog. Is did she say that it won't it do, won't do, do it when, they're out, out, when they're out there? So, fifteen week old, I, I wouldn't give it the same e-collar correction that I would give it an older dog for that. No, for that. But if you can, if you can hide, if you can figure out a way to hide, and then say no, and then bonk the dog. Set it up so you can say no and bonk the dog. That would be good. You can say no. You can catch the dog in the act. And if the dog stops, you can still bonk the dog. So that, that, that's what I would do for now. And in a couple of weeks. I mean, it's a big dog, though, already, that breed. Mm-hmm. It's, already, it's already a good-sized dog. Mm-hmm. But you can stop it with an e-cower. I just wouldn't do it at a super, super high level like I would an adult dog. An adult dog, super high level. Yeah. 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 But then again, you definitely want to make the, the – Stop that behavior now before it becomes worse because that dog will dig underneath your fence and there, there goes your dog, especially right. at this age. It can mm-hmm. easily fit underneath the fence because it's, so, it's smaller than it is when it gets when it's an adult. That's already 35 pounds. You can always use, if you already have the e-collar, do tone when you see it 
starting to dig. And then go out there and, and bonk. go out and bonk. Yeah, so, so your tone, tone is... becomes your negative marker. Right. A lot of people are using tone recall, but you can use tone for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you can use a clicker for a, a marker for a punishment. Everyone thinks that, I mean, clicker training is mostly used for positive reinforcement. That's what we do. But if you wanted to, you can use the clicker as a marker for a negative. Like nobody says the clicker has to be for a reward. It's whatever you charge the marker. Yeah. yeah. It's like they hear the click. Oh, shit's going to go down. It's like, it's, it's a dog. It doesn't know anything yet. Next. Sawblade. Hey, hope things are going well. Been busy. So missing these lives. So I have to watch afterwards. Oh, well, at least you're listening. Yeah, you can listen. We got pot. You can listen on the podcast one after another. Liko says, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Let's see. Uh, Kim and Terry are laughing at your joke that I complimented you. This is one compliment. That actually wasn't a joke. This is only one. That was was serious. That's serious. And Terry said, new live will be great for severe storms, hunting season, not just the fourth. Yeah. Yep. Thunderstorms. Yep. Hunting season's big. Yeah, you got hunters, you know, even if you don't hunt yourself, but you you back up to woods. I mean, but a gunshot can be heard from very far distance. Mm-hmm. There was a, there's a, um, um, at Joel's house in uh, uh, New England, there's a hunt club. Oh, geez. A gun club, yeah. Yeah, far, you know. Well, by the flow, by the crow flies, probably not that far, but to get there, it's a, it's a good amount of distance, probably a 10 minute drive. By the what? The crow flies? What is that? You never heard that? No. You never heard that expression? No. The crow flies? Yes. It's airborne. Point A to point B. If you went up like a drone and over, I guess crow that would be. Fly. That's like sounds like some southern slang. By the crow flies. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me 2023 to it to you. The way the drone would take you. <laughs> Living righteously. So can can everybody brother. below put. What, By the crow flies. Okay, never heard. It's it. a pretty common expression. Can somebody back me up on that, please? It's a pretty common expression okay. when you're trying to give distance from point A to point B. But obviously, when you're driving, you got to take all these different roads. Can't take the crow flies that way. No. Soli Dio praise report. This morning, I got to the park and realized I left the transmitter at home and only had the e collar. I couldn't go back home, so I put the collar on him and did our usual routine, yeah. including long distance fetch. Would you believe he didn't know the difference and responded to all yeah. my verbal cues? Yep. Yay. Let's well, see. That's. Congrat- that's the goal. First of all, kudos, yeah, kudos and congratulations. But this is what the goal is. This is what the big confusion is. Like, we'll have a dog in place, and people will be like, "Oh, is he getting shocked right now?" And I'm like, "I know." No. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's not how e collars are used. Like, the the goal of an e collar is to not use the e collar when you're done. The goal of, this, of an airbag is to have it never deployed. But I mean, it's like, but if it is, maybe that's not the best example because the e-collar reminder is way more frequent than your 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 airbag exploding in your face, um, which fills up your freaking whole car with smoke. Um, but hopefully, saves your life. Um, but that's the whole idea: is to get the dogs to be underneath voice control, and not because they're afraid of being shocked. But then again, fear of a consequence. Is a healthy fear. Next. Let's see. Frenchie's gal, can you run through a couple of correction scenarios related to timing? An example, if I don't catch the loading, do I still correct with e-collar late? What's the consequence of my failure to react to loading on time? What's the what's the behavior? I guess I need to see the behavior. So if the dog kicks into drive for say leash reactivity, or if the dog has already started a dog fight, a lot of times the remote collar will just have no purpose other than to make it worse. All right? If it's the dog blew off of a recall and it's in drive, you have a good chance that the dog's going to spin around and still come back to you. If the dog is already barking at the door, you have a pretty good chance that the dog will probably stop and then stop barking. Um, But I need to know, but for leash reactivity, I like to deliver my punishers at the loading stage next 
everyone is talking about this crow flies thing, but they all are like from the Midwest or South. So that is probably what I don't think that's a New England thing. Indiana, Mississippi, you're from Ohio. It's got to be like a Midwest thing or like. Okay, do me a favor. I've never heard of that. And I have people in my family much uh, okay. older than me. Like okay, all my siblings. do me a favor. Call up Uncle Kev right after this show. He's not from the Midwest either. Exactly. Though. He's in California. And ask him okay. if he's ever heard of it. Okay. Okay? He's he's in California. That is bizarre. Okay? Ask him. I mean, it makes sense. I've just never heard it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. It's a very... That sounds like a southern thing to nope, me. Nope, it's not. It's not a southern <laughs> thing. It's really southern. No. Like Midwest. Nope, it's not a Midwest thing. See, Michelle has it, and she's from Connecticut. Okay. Well, I okay. That's it's not. A, it doesn't make a difference where you live, guys. It's not like sweet. It's not like sweet lemonade, okay? It's not like that. What's sweet lemonade? You mean sweet, sweet tea? I, sweet tea. It's not like sweet tea. Yeah, a lot of places geographically have slang. I, I understand. I'm very familiar with slang. All right. Okay. I'm very familiar. Like I'm very familiar with southern slang too, because it comes off as polite, but it really means fuck you. Yeah. Tom, my dog is resource guarding and reactive when stepping into her space or moving her. Do I correct when saying out or only if she doesn't listen after the first out? She is muzzled for this. So I've got a great first. This is what I want you to do is watch our video on out away from people, out away from people. It's free on YouTube and it's in many of our courses. Watch that first because it all depends on where in the training protocol you are. So watch that first and then... Um, you'll understand better. And then we can come back to the, um, the question on a Wednesday, Wednesday or this Friday show. Next. Oh my God. Kim says old people like us know that Joelle. That That is not the case. I have siblings who are in their forties. Like Jill would never say that. Never. My mom would never say that. Okay. It's got to be like a geographic okay. thing. You are, and then you guys are saying you're from Upper Michigan. That's still the Midwest. But you though. are, but you are, you are, you are. Like Michigan is technically like the Midwest. Okay. It's human nature to only know what you know. So. <laughs> I just feel like that's not like a common. It is a thing. very common expression. <laughs> okay. When you're talking about distance. All right. Okay, Jeff, you're right. You guys, you're all right. No, it's not about me being right. Let's okay, see. here's a good example. No, we have questions. We only have seven minutes. Here's a good left example. Yet. So I'm a ba- I was a backpacker, a hardcore bag hardcore yep. backpacker. Okay. So if I w- if I if the distance between two mountain peaks was only half of a mile, and if I said, well, if I go half a mile an hour, okay, half a mile as in as the crow flies tip to tip on a map. I'd be like, oh, well, I can walk half a mile an hour. I said, but it doesn't take into effect. In fact, you got to go all the way down. I understand. All the way up. You don't need to explain to me so what I'm it is. Saying, So I'm saying that's where that, as the crow flies. Ask Uncle Kev. Frenchie's gal, can you run through a couple corrections? I already read that. that. Yeah. Um, Natty Soy, how do you feel about leash laws? Do you follow them to a T? Kind of sucks for dogs and owners who put in the work to e-collar oh, and off-leash train their no, dogs. I don't. No, no, we don't. We walk around this neighborhood without a leash on. Um, but I carry a leash with me just for out of politeness. Um, when we hike in the woods, when we go to the reserve, when we go to the beach, um, put it this way: our dogs are never on leashes. I shouldn't say that. If we're in downtown Sarasota, we'll put leashes on our dogs. If we are in a city environment, we'll put leashes on our dogs. But pretty much, we lead an off-leash life with our dogs. And we don't live in the country. Did you answer the one about not outing? Yeah, I said, I said told okay. me to watch, yeah, watch the free course, the, the free out away from people. Okay. Because the questions that are being asked all depends on what level you're at in the training. Leon, my dog, when I have to take her for walks... As soon as she hears noises, she's ready to go home. What can I do about that? Uh, Yeah, fearful dog. So the fearful dog course would be good for you. So this is what it is. You can correct. This is what really throws people for a loop, too. Um, And this is where a lot of misinformation is. If you're, say your dog's in a heel and you're walking in a heel and then hears a noise and then it hunkers down or it pulls towards home, which is very, very common, or wants to retreat somewhere, wants to flee, it goes into flight mode. You can correct the dog for going into flight mode 
you can correct the dog for breaking heel. People struggle with this because it's like, that's not fair. The dog is already afraid and you're correcting it for being afraid. It's like, no, I'm correcting the dog physical action. And then I'm teaching the dog that the safest place to be is actually next to me. It's not away from me. That's a very, very common application that is used a lot in rehabbing fearful dogs to get them over a lot of their phobias and their fears. Put it this way. We did it with Griff and he was only with us with two weeks. And whenever a car would come up behind us, he wanted to run away. Any sound that he saw, heard, I mean, he wanted to run away. He would default always to running towards the front door. We actually showed this live and we showed you how we troubleshoot it. Yeah. And green graduate too. Let's see. Wow. There's a lot of comments on this crow flies things. It's like, <laughs> I feel like we're very mixed, like 50, 50. No. Um, I'm reading the comments. Um, th this is facts. So let's put, put a poll up on Instagram. Oh my God. Put a poll up on Instagram. Let's see. Courtney said the dog is 35 pounds already. Can I bonk the fence? We want to bonk the dog. You can take a shotgun to the fence if you want to. No, you bonked it. You, you, you actually could. You act, Okay, hold on here, though. You actually could throw something hard against the fence. To spook the dog. But possibly. to startle the dog. You, you could do like a shaker can. Yeah, you, actually, you absolutely could. But at some point, at some point, yes, e-collar is going to be on that dog and you're going to make it suck. It's life or death. It's life or death. The dog could die. The dog could escape from the yard and die. We just did a go home. We just did a go home this weekend. And the neighbor's dogs are allowed to just roam the streets. And they're like, we just saw one black dog. And it literally was going into everybody's yard. And they're like, yeah, they used to have two. One of them got killed right down the street because we went in the street. And I'm like, and they still let the other one out? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, ironically, how they probably have never bonked the dog. So they're not called dog abusers. But they just let their dogs roam free. And one of them, one of them died. <laughs> The Next. audacity. Yeah. Wow. Here. Let's see. I'm trying to get like real questions and not just the crows flies fucking comments. Oh, Courtney's best friend says I'm from California and I don't know what it is. Let's see. Texas knows what it is. Okay. Indiana knows what it uh, is. We did, Wisconsin we... knows what it is. Okay. Let's go to the other questions. Can your dog do this? Is leash laws suck? Yep. Yep. Can your dog do this? And my dog gets offended if I leash them. <laughs> what does your dog do? Fucking complain? Courtney said, I have bad aim. I have a better chance of hitting the fence near the dog. <laughs> okay. That well, might do the trick. Well, but let me just talk to you. Who said that? Courtney? Yeah. Courtney. All right. You have bad aim today. So I shoot. Okay. So a lot of us that shoot, we go to a, we go to a shooting range. And why do we go to a shooting range? Um, we go to a shooting range to practice to practice our aim. And if you went to a shooting range once a week and worked with a coach, at the end of six months, your, 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 your um, shooting would get better. So right now, you just you literally can set up a, a jug or a milk crate, put it by the fence, and literally practice bonking. So when I shoot, I shoot at usually 12 feet. I do a lot of practicing with 12 feet. Why 12 feet, Jeff? Because in the RV, when I was a, when I was in the RV, do a lot of RV trips, the distance between my back bedroom door and the side door was 12 feet. As the crow flies. So, no, no that was like, even if you walked. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> it's a straight line, though. Okay, it's 12 feet because the bullet goes... <laughs> through, the, through, the wall. through the air. No, I didn't want it to go through the wall. And I didn't want it to go up onto the top bunk. I wanted to make sure I hit who was coming in through my side door. Sam says, come on, Jeff. We're men. Of course it's about being right. We're always right. Okay. Are you... Are you what? Sam. Sam. <laughs> what? Sam. Put on the fucking brakes, buddy. Okay? That's All right. funny. All right. Number, it's on this household. Number one. You know what's really, really funny? I was listening to a podcast about that today oh here we go but i'm not gonna come at six o'clock okay wrap it up here all right do you hold on here's a question rachel said how do the live courses work do i have to watch during the live or is it recorded so i can watch it later 
Yes and yes. You can watch live. You'll also get the recording, which yeah. goes into your portal, which means you own it forever. You, you own it. You own it. So if you buy the course, you will get a link to the live. But you also then, once the link is done, the recording of the course then gets uploaded to the people that bought the courses um, online portal, your online little portal. Isn't that what the I just said? You have. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Jay Vasquez says, how long do you feel comfortable creating a dog at one time? Well, overnight is usually eight to 10 hours for people, you know, eight hours, not for me. I don't sleep more than five, you know, um, but my dog would still be, I wouldn't just let my dog out of the crate as soon as I woke up, you know, um, that's my issue, not my dog's issue, but you know, I think eight hours, I think eight hours is pushing it during, especially during the day. Cause your dog's then sleeping all night. I mean, it'd be nice to have a, really someone to come over and let the dog out, take it for a walk, play, play with it in the backyard, you know, get it, give it a potty break. So, mm-hmm. all right. so, so too, all right, we got to get going guys. We've got to get going. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern standard for the boom and bang live training right. workshop. I know it is tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yep. It's be a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. All right, everybody. Take care. Everybody have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. And don't forget also tomorrow night at um, 5 p.m. No, no, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on regular hours for the, um, what would Jeff do? 7 p.m. tomorrow night. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow night as well. Bye, guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.